Hey guys, Matt Dawkins here. Welcome to the Pinecast, episode five. Today we get to talk about nutrition. I'm just waiting on my co-host to get here. Coming. He's coming. Coming. What are you doing? Sorry, there was a line in the bathroom. We don't have very many bathrooms. It's fine. Uh, yeah, like I said, we uh, talked about the pillars of purpose-driven fitness last week, and what were those? They were nutrition, rest, training, recovery, and mindset. Wait, Today wait. we get to focus on wait, wait. nutrition. I think we got to talk about. I think we got to talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> I was gonna say, what in the world are you wearing right no, now? No, what are you wearing? It's like I don't even know you. We've been doing this for like a. I mean, look at the pumpkin. Carved out every day. You got nothing. It's the Halloween pine. You cast. put this here. It's the Halloween pine cast. All right. I'm dressed up as a CrossFit coach. Then. Do you have? Uh, you look like a woman. You look like a. Uh, one, give you one good guess. What is this? I think you're Thor. Identity. If I had a guess, identity I had the hammer. crisis Thor. <laughs> I was gonna be Icarus. It's not the size of the hammer. It's the. It's how it's used. Yeah, how it's used. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, it's gonna be Icarus, how hot is it yeah. in that right now? Good thing it's fall. <laughs> this looks like it breathes really well though. You got your leg. You don't. Well, you don't have your legs out really. Hey, well, is you it, know, they're crossed. Is this a dress or is it a Thor thing? It's Lady Guinevere and, and Thor. A mashup. Speaking of mashups, to begin today's conversation about nutrition, like, uh, like there's something food. in town. We've got a what's it? The Coastal Carolina Fair is in town and food for days and we sent out our very own Thor to interview and interview the food namely and talk through nutrition. You guys check this out real quick. Hello CrossFit Sacred Pine, it's Peter from the Pinecast. This week's topic is nutrition, one of the five pillars of purpose-driven fitness. And where else better to be than ground zero at the Carolina Coastal Fair? And it's got it all, whatever you want. From deep fried calzones, the funnel cakes, they even got steak sundaes, steak and shrimp sundaes, surf and turf sundaes. Well, I'm trying every single thing for science and I'm looking for healthy options. And so far I found a smoothie place, they even got a diabetic smoothie option, they got grilled chicken bowls, and they got a whole bunch of other stuff, stay tuned. So if you wanna get your meat on, I had the Butcher Boys, London broil steak sandwich, freshly sliced, medium rare, on a pita with peppers and onions. Probably eight to 10 points on my Weight Watchers thing. A pretty good option nonetheless. But then you got a shrimp and grits sundae. Who doesn't want a mayonnaise drizzle over some shrimp, some steak, and some fries with some cheese and bacon bits and everything? So now I'm standing in front of the world famous Chester's Gators and Taters. I'm assuming it's world famous. They don't have this in San Diego where I'm from. You can get a shark bite bowl. You can get gator bowl, you can get gator mac and cheese, you can get gator kebabs, you can get cheese stuffed gator. That sounds awesome. And you know what? Go for it. Have it. But just know that there's a cost to it. It's going to cost you some burpees, it's going to cost you maybe a hundred wall balls or not. But hey, don't deny yourself some good stuff. Some good stuff. And then here we are. We're at Elephant Ears. What says nothing but the fair but a deep fried dough. Right? With some drizzle on it, some raspberry sauce, some chocolate sauce, some whipped cream, 
Buy one, get one, enjoy it. Split it with the family. Don't deny yourself. It's once a year. Go for it. Gator kebab. All right, so we took the plunge. We're going for the gator kebab. It does not taste like chicken. A little rubbery. The sauce makes it. It's in between shark and chicken. 12 bucks though. It's pretty good. Now this is what I'm talking about. Hand dipped cheesecake, cookie dough. Oh my goodness. Tasty stuff. Hot donuts now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not off for show. I'm actually eating a cookie. Harriet's cookies, two for a dollar. In the main building, you can't beat it. Support your local cookie makers. All right, so it's not a unicorn, it's true. They actually do have salad at a fair. There's a Greek salad right there. You can also get grilled chicken shish kebabs, a gyro, not a gyro, and a tzatziki sauce and whatnot. But you know, if you want a slushy, you want some pizza, have it, go for it. The takeaway here is don't deny yourself, enjoy the pleasure, have a plan, don't engorge yourself like a crazy person. I, Lord knows I've done it my whole life. Consistency is the key at the end of the day. You put in the hard work every day, each week. It's not for nothing, so don't throw it away. Holiday season's coming up. We got Thanksgiving, we got Christmas, we got New Year's. It's one temptation after another. Moderation, moderation. That's all I can say, moderation. So here I am, the Pinecast, Sacred Pine. Thanks for listening, and uh, come out to the fair and have a good time with the family. See you soon. And we're back, we're back from the fair. Peter looks a lot more like Peter, the Peter I know. Uh, although, I would say, I like blonde the, hair is becoming of you. The Victorian hat works too. I mean, it works for Thor, works for Peter. I might try it, I might give it a shot. Today we're talking about nutrition and we're going to do a little different today. We're going to, I, I want to sit in the seat of host and I want the opportunity to ask Peter lots of questions about nutrition. And I think if it's something that really, really, really matters uh, to me that he's talking about, I'm definitely going to chime in. But Peter, having been on this journey of two, 450 plus pounds, down over 200 pounds now, um, he's been on the journey that a lot of us would love to to say that we've been on as well to better us. Better us. Yeah. So so in in line with that, Peter, why don't you start by answering the question: um, Is is it is it hard to be disciplined in your nutrition? It's extremely difficult. I feel like it's I mean, a loaded question, but on paper, it's easy, right? You just follow a plan. Uh, you get a homework assignment, you, you do the work, but I see I always procrastinated as a student, so it should be no surprise. It's extremely difficult. It's, uh, it's much harder than actually coming here and doing any wad that's on the board, because life gets in the way and life's not easy. Well, if you've, if you've been on this journey now for years, would you say that it's gotten easier, or is it still just as difficult as it was in the beginning? It's easier from the standpoint that I am much more motivated because my mindset has changed. You know, uh, I don't, I, I don't want to be a victim anymore when it comes to my own nutrition, my circumstances. I'm trying to be the agent of change when it comes to myself in that aspect of my life and taking uh, accountability on it. So, I think uh, it's the nature of CrossFit itself, the community aspect of it, the, everything that goes with CrossFit works for me, whereas other 
things in the past did not stick because I've been on 20 diets. I've done all sorts of exercises <laughs> mm -hmm. since I was 16 years old. None of it stuck. I would lose 50 pounds right out of the gate. And then before I know it, I wasn't going, I wasn't staying on my plan. So you, you would lose, you would hit a, maybe a benchmark in your head and then sort of just slide back into your old routine or were you disciplined for a time or was it just easy to lose the weight without really having to dial in on, on your nutrition? It was both. I had a lot of weight to lose immediately and I was disciplined and motivated in those beginning those days. It's kind of like the, the, the New Year's crunch. Everybody goes out to the gym, they get their membership, three months in, the, the results are there, and then you know you had a bad week and then I wouldn't go to a meeting because I knew I was going to be a positive on the scale. So I'm like doubling my efforts trying to lose the weight. Well, it doesn't quite go that way again and I don't go back again. It's two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row, and before you know it, the shame is built up so bad that you don't want to show your face. And the last thing they're going to do is judge you. They want you to be there, but it's, it's an internal, it's an internal psychological battle. So you mentioned, and if you guys can hear this in the background, my kids are here today, and so you're probably hearing them in the background. Bless my wife, she's taking care of both of them right now. In the room right there, it's community. community. Um, you, mentioned, you mentioned Weight Watchers, and you mentioned the showing up to meetings, and so I know that we have people, just to give them a little bit of context, what is Weight Watchers? Because many of, many of our folks may not know what that is. Weight Watchers is a, uh, you know, it's a national weight loss uh, program that changes every year or so. Uh, In fact, it's, it's changed recently, right? It has. Its name changed? It has. You know what it is now? Something wellness. Something, <laughs> yeah, something, it's WW still. Yeah, yeah. Something wellness. Something wellness. Wellness works. Wellness but works. The, 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 the science is always changing, so they're always tweaking the program uh, for that too, and probably for marketing purposes. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're trying their best to uh, get people who, so we can eat regular food, we're not denying ourselves anything, just being accountable for those things. So, uh, you know, right now I'm doing what's called freestyle, uh, because I've been doing it for almost four years now, like I know what I eat on a regular basis, the lean proteins, uh, the eggs, uh, the, the fat-free yogurts, those, and the fruits and vegetables, you know. Did it take you four years to get to where you knew that about the diet, or? Uh, it's been three. You feel like you really had to track for four years to get where you are. You you really do, and I would I would even if you weren't in Weight Watchers, I would I would absolutely recommend tracking or having a, a food diary, putting it in a, a MyFitnessPal style application, because you need if you're really serious about your fitness, you need to know what you're putting in your body on a daily basis. Because if you think you know what you're eating without mm. actually tracking it, you are eating a lot more yep. than you think you are. Not just. Yeah the things you forget that you put in your mouth that day, but just the portion sizes alone. Yeah, we were just talking, I, w I was just hanging out with uh, a member of our gym who was sure that they were eating at a deficit daily. Uh, we use the basal metabolic rate as a great guideline for how many calories to eat if you really want to pay attention to your calories that way. And she was sure that she's, she was eating at a deficit, but we put everything in my fitness pal, and we were 350 calories over that basal metabolic rate, which on some days might be fine, but most days probably not fine. Most days that's probably in excess, yeah. which you're not gonna lose weight when you're eating more calories than you're burning, right? Yeah. So we have people at home, people that are listening, watching, who you know, they've got goals, they wanna lose weight, maybe they wanna lose fat and gain muscle, maybe they just wanna look good naked, right? Maybe they wanna get back to their pre-baby bod. Um, maybe their, their goals aren't necessarily weight-based, maybe their goals are just longevity. Hey, in 20 years, 
I want to be an asset to my family. I'd like to uh, uh, avoid chronic disease if possible, right? Um, my family maybe has a lot of diabetes, type 2 diabetes. I don't want to be one of, one of the many in my family who, who have it. Um, or I have it and I'd like to get rid of it, right? Several, several goals out there. And so I'd love to start at 30,000 feet to just talk about the importance of nutrition. And do you think that it matters? Maybe it's a loaded question, but does nutrition matter for every single one of those goals that I mentioned? Or do you feel like in some cases, nutrition isn't as important as others? And I'm asking you as something, you know, I would say an authority, but also just somebody who's kind of walk, walked through it for a while. It absolutely matters uh, the, because depending on what your goal is, you can alter the nutrition to match the goal. Like if you want to be someone who's more like weight training bias, something like that, well then maybe you want to do more heavy protein and you want to do things that are going to give you those bulk, to give you that bulk. If you want to be leaner, more cardiovascular driven, you know, maybe you want to do more uh, plants and, and fruits and things like that, more seeds and, uh, you know, good fatty, fatty uh, good fats and avocado and things like that, you know. If you want to just have a well-rounded fitness, you want to have a well-rounded diet, you know. What if I just am happy where I am and I don't really care about improving? Uh, I kind of like my lifestyle. I mean, are you gonna are you gonna talk me out of that? Are you gonna tell me that's probably not gonna be good for me? Or are you just gonna let me be? Because uh, I know we got people in our gym who are content with where they are and compositionally. They're content with their performance, and they think, man, if I'm just here in 20 years, I feel like I'll be doing pretty good. If you, you know, if you feel good about yourself as an individual, you feel good about yourself as an individual. You know, why else? What are you What are you pushing yourself for? If you have your cholesterol is good if your blood works good uh, you know if you don't tire out of breath trying to tie your shoes and stuff like that you know you're putting it if you still want you're still exercising on a regular basis you're eating uh, healthy you're still eating relatively well because you wouldn't be in this current position you're what in if I'm not eating well though what if what if my diet is beer and pizza four day, four nights a week and but I've just got my metabolism is good my I, I like what I see in the mirror I come in here and I'm one of the better one, ones of the athletes you know, in the workouts and and I just like CrossFit for that because I like to be competitive and and I feel like you know let's just say I'm, I'm 35 years old and I think man if I just keep this up you know I'm 55 I'll be you know 55 I'm going to the games you know <laughs> like well, you might what not do be you say to that person well you might not be going to the games but you know to each his own is all I can say. I, you know, I'm not going to say there's a, a right way or a wrong way to, to do something. Like I have my formula that works for me. There's a lot of different ways you can be solid on nutrition. Uh, you know, if, if I don't, so I know people who like to have their ice cream or ever dessert every single night. You know, and they they can probably bust uh, you know, better workouts than I can in here, and they're happy with it and they're happy with themselves because they don't feel like they're denying themselves any pleasure. And I know what happens when you deny yourself something. Well, then you want to just like splurge on it and, and go crazy so you know you don't ever want to have a, my brain my brain's uh blanked on the on the word <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get that though i totally get that i think i agree i think nutrition is important for whatever your goals are so i know you you um you talk a lot about you know convenience and that being sort of a sticking point for uh folks when it comes to nutrition um, I'd love for you just to expound on that a little bit. You talked about, I know you talked about how really how easy it is, how easy it is to eat bad, 
And that's one of the traps we fall into. Talk about that. When I, my biggest pitfall that I kept, where I kept sabotaging myself when I was back in San Diego, I would go to work 90 miles each way twice a week. And uh, I called it the tractor beam effect, you know, just like a Star Wars thing. My, my truck would go by a fast food restaurant and the gravitational pull <laughs> would pull me into that drive-through and I'd be in front of a menu board ordering food and you'd be surprised how many times I would order food, get a guilty conscience and actually like drive by the window, wave at the girl and just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Only to fall into another drive-through 10 minutes later down the road and then you know, get, beam. get a double-double animal style, you know. Uh, <laughs> if I if I didn't bring my food with me, if I didn't prepare the night before my breakfast and lunch, I would most definitely all the time I would get a bad meal to start the day, and I would continue that cycle through lunch, uh, through dinner, and then on the way back home I would do the same thing. I'd be playing the same same psychological game. And on those days I generally didn't get to exercise, and they were long days, heavy food days, and. Mm -hmm it would mess me up for the next day or two. Mm -hmm. and, or then I would try to undereat the next three or four mm -hmm. days, trying to make up for that day. And then you don't have the energy stores you need for a good workout. So I was constantly like this, up and down, up and down. And then I looked back at my, uh, my Weight Watcher logins. Talk uh, about, yeah, talk about, because uh, I know with Weight Watchers, a big part of that is weighing in at the meetings. Uh, we're actually gonna be starting something here on site for 10, uh, 10 athletes who uh, want the extra push. We're gonna do something very similar to, I know what, what Peter's story uh, tells, and I think this would be great insight uh, to talk to the people about the journey of weight loss. Not just week to week, but talk about from start to finish and how that journey has been for you over the last several years. 40, in the last 45 months, uh, 197 possible weigh-ins, I have lost weight 102 times. How many, the, how long? 45 months. 45 months, almost four years. Almost four years, two, almost 200. 197 weigh-ins over four years. And I've only, I've lost weight 102 of those times. 52% of the time I lost weight. That's almost one, every week. Yeah. Kind of weigh in every week. So 65 I gained, and the remainder, I think it was like 31 or something, I did not go. Okay. okay so, but most of those. You were skipping meetings. I would have gained weight. Uh, and why was, were you skipping meetings, Peter? Well, that's when I was drinking. So the, when you were drinking, you were ashamed. That's correct. And so you didn't even go to the meetings. Because I knew they were going to be positives. Because you knew they weren't going to be good weigh-ins. So you could pretty much say for the ones you didn't show up to, you would have gained. So you're saying 52% like yeah. of your weigh-ins were up or down? Which one? They were down. I lost 52% of your weigh-ins, just a little bit over half were down. So how would you let, because I know many of our folks are, they, they slave to the scale. So 52% of my weigh-ins were losses, and I lost 200 pounds. <laughs> so it, this tells you, yeah. you, when you look at the graph, uh, one week I will lose 13 pounds, then I'll gain eight, and then I would lose five, and then I would gain 0.4, and then 0.2, and then 3.6. So it's a constant roller coaster. But if you look at the whole graph, all you see is this. And that looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> that looks nice. It's nice to be at the other end of 200 pounds looking back. And, and so that's what makes that piece of data so much sweeter that you, that you lost, that 52% of your weigh-ins were down, 48% you could argue were up, right? Or almost half your weigh-ins, you were up in weight. That's a sucky story. 
That doesn't necessarily. If you don't have the 200 diet. pounds down, doesn't necessarily mean bad diet. It means my body is constantly changing. I am. Okay. I'm building muscle mass. I'm holding in water from workouts. Uh, you know. You can work. You can have like five perfect days in a row, but that's not going to show up on the scale sometimes for two weeks. You know, you could have that. You're really. I got onto the ferry yesterday and eat seven thousand calories, but that doesn't not mean it's going to show up tomorrow on the scale. That could mm -hmm. be three, four days down the road. So you would have this game with yourself, and it's really easy to get on a scale at home. I would still do it five times a day <laughs> after a workout. How much did I? Sweat do you out? still do it five times a day maybe, now? Maybe two. Maybe two a day. Two a day. So what's the moral of that story? Because I, I think, you know. That's, that's incredible. I could imagine feeling a sense of defeat, stepping on the scale and it being up, and somebody trying to tell me, oh, it's probably just muscle mass, or you know, it's just well, your body's holding on water, and I wanna, I wanna be like, nah, man, don't, don't try to encourage me right now. Let me feel down, let me feel defeated. What would you say? I, I can only say it because I know over these four years, consistency is the key at the end of the day, because I know that the end result has been that I've lost all this weight. Okay. So. Even though I get in that little mind game with myself, and I tell people, and we have, don't worry, you're fine. It's all going to be going away, and then it does. Mm. And uh, you know, and the history has proven that out. So, but I am not cured by any means. It's a <laughs> daily battle. You're not finished. Yeah, I have yeah. to I have to be vigilant. And uh, I had I had lost 150 pounds before. I was 390, and I got down to 248. And uh, I said to myself, I was never going to be fat again. And it took all two years, and I was over 400 pounds. Man. So I let it all go. And I story. cannot let, I cannot do that again. I hear that. Well, and let's get into the meat and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all me. Right, let's get into the uh, meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, a little starch, no sugar, if you will. No, I'm just kidding. Let's get it. But seriously, I think we need to give some application before we sign off today because um, it's really easy to hang out at 30,000 feet. And, uh, but sometimes people just need to hear what they already know again as a way to kickstart, because we really do want this to help, right? The purpose of this podcast is to give you guys vision, but it's also helpful when we can give you practical application, we can help you guys. What does it look like tonight for dinner, right? So I'm actually gonna ask Peter this question, and he's on the spot. I wanna know, Peter, being four years in, you're on the Simply Filling uh, Diet Regimen, you are no longer tracking your food. Uh, I wanna know what you had for breakfast this morning, Peter Singer. For breakfast, for I breakfast. had an apple, I had an orange, I had a Weight Watcher protein bar of three points. What does that mean? They're just a little, it's a little bar. What's in it? You said protein, it's, so protein. It's, a, it's got 27 grams of protein. Oh wow. And then it tastes like chocolate. <laughs> that's a lot of protein. Yeah. That's like a quarter pound of chicken. <laughs> that's a lot of protein right there. Um, it's only three points. Right. So, so I know that doesn't give a lot of, con you don't have a lot of context for home, but that's not very many, all no. things considered, so. For lunch, I had... Uh, so no snacks between breakfast and lunch? No. None. No snacks. Fruit. I didn't, I didn't, so... You had an apple and orange and a, and a Weight Watchers protein bar at the same time? No. Or you spread them out? I had a, sorry. I had a protein bar and a banana before I came to the workout. Oh, okay. When okay. I got home, I had the, 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 the orange and the apple. And, okay. And uh, then, for lunch, then for lunch, I made ahi tuna medallions. With a little bit of rice. Where'd you get these? Uh, where'd you get this ahi tuna? Uh, Harris tuna. Was it like nineteen ninety nine a pound? Seven ninety nine on sale. Seven ninety nine on sale. Yeah. I could do with that. That's affordable. So you had ahi ahi tuna on what? Just plain ahi steaks. That's it. With a little rice. Okay, a little rice. You know, rice is pretty high up on the glycemic index. Yeah, it was less than half a cup. 
but when you pair it with protein, it's not nearly as high in terms of glycemic load, which is a fun fact for you guys. Some of you guys, some of you guys are trying to get, get all the hacks in there. There's one for you right there. You know, a Snickers bar is better than, uh, what do we want to say it's better than? Chicken <laughs> fried steak? Bowl of rice. <laughs> yeah, because you have the fat and the protein uh, in with the carbs. So when your body detects the, the sugar in the blood, it doesn't have to release as much insulin in response because the other uh, pieces of food in there. Anyways, chasing a rabbit. That's what you had for lunch. Ahi tuna and some rice. Have you had anything between now and then? I had a bag of grapes from Walmart. When a whole bag? Pumpkins. Two and a half pounds of grapes. Oh my God. That's a lot of grapes. And that's a zero. Can you eat that many? That's a zero. I don't know what zero means still. I don't know what zero means. That seems like a lot of uh, fructose. <laughs> a lot of sugar in that. But if it's a zero, I'll take your word for it. I like that though. Listen, fruits are part of, uh, it's real, right? Like a lot of times you'll hear us say things like, if it had a mama or it grew out of the ground, have at it. Otherwise... Push it to the side, right? Uh, that's what you had for, what we have for dinner tonight. I'm making Swedish meatballs. Not really something I would want to make, but it's turkey, ground turkey. Okay. So it's not the beef, but uh, egg noodles, uh, one of the spice packets, and, and a salad. So No ice cream tonight? Maybe Halo Top later, but probably not. Halo tonight. Top? Probably not tonight. Uh, is that the only kind of ice cream you eat? No. What do you miss the most about this new mindset when it comes to nutrition I don't miss anything because I eat what I want basically when I want it wow. are you like Oprah you're like I love bread yeah. <laughs> you know uh, I, do, I do love me some bread you love some bread but does it love you back my no, daughter's running not, around in the parking lot on air diaper back. doesn't love you back bread doesn't love I like you back either when that. I'll get in the chocolate mood and then I want I'll destroy some chocolate I can destroy a kitchen in 15 minutes if, if I'm in the wrong mindset. If you, if you had to recommend one diet to people, you have to, what diet would you recommend um, to people? I would just recommend Weight Watchers just because that works for me. Weight but Watchers? It, it may not work for, for everybody, you know? Only, only because you can eat real food, food all the time, you know? Cool. I did Nutrisystem. I was eating their prepackaged stuff, and I had more gas than I could ever want you to imagine. You know, we did Jenny Craig. We did the dehydrated meals. It, I used to live uh, out of a freezer. My mom, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. It was all uh, meat and potatoes. If fish I didn't, sticks. Yeah, it was all frozen food, steak on. We got fish sticks. <laughs> if I didn't have ham, steak, and mac and cheese twice a week, you know, something was off my <laughs> And you make a lot, so you can yeah. eat leftovers during the week. Yeah. yeah, so it's all processed foods, not not good foods, and uh, you know our diet our diet suffered. So what, how does how did it affect your grocery shopping uh, budget when you started making healthy changes? So I know a lot of people have a concern that eating healthy costs. You know, the perception is it costs a lot of money to eat healthy. Was that your experience? And I know you said you don't withhold. You 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 still enjoy foods that that you enjoy even if they're not great for you but in moderation it's kind of how you you've attacked it i mean is is it more expensive you than... said ahi tuna 7.99 sure. versus bologna 99 cents right you can, <laughs> cheaper you know you can get roasted roasted chicken or you know deli meats and things like that are pretty cheap uh there's some some processed uh, stuff in those but uh you know it's not ahi tuna every night and it's only going to be when it's on sale you know uh Shrimp's cheap right now, so you know, try to you know get from your local local guy on the side of the road, mm -hmm. <laughs> out out of a van. You know, uh, 
I was really surprised at how cheap vegetables were when I was buying them in, in California. I would be, I'd come home with three, four bags of stuff and it would be like under $30, $40. So, you know, I was eating brown rice, a lot of beans, and uh, a lot of vegetables and fruit. And that, that kind of started me getting used to eating healthier foods. And I really love to cook. And so I was, it was a whole new world for me. I was no longer boil a bag, Brussels sprouts, and cheese sauce, you know, because that's, that's what I grew up on. Yep. That's, that sounds delicious, doesn't it? So you so Sucatash we, and mixed medley. Oh my gosh. No. We could talk about way more when it comes to nutrition. Here's what I want to do for the next two minutes. And this is random, but I think if you're looking for the practical tips, we're gonna go back and forth. Peter is less prepared because I've had 15 seconds to think about this now. He's less prepared than I am. But I'm gonna give you a tip when it comes to nutrition, and then Peter's gonna give you a tip. And he's got 10 seconds to give the tip, and then I'm gonna give you a another nutritional tip and then he's going to give one and we're going to see who says uh first and whoever said whoever stutters first loses you ready yes all right I'll, peter goes first moderation whatever you eat eat it in moderation don't overindulge yourself for the one thing when you are at the grocery store do your best to buy 99 percent of what you want and need from the perimeter of the grocery store uh, oh, you! That was too no, soon. Like, that was too soon. What else you got? Come on, I know you got more. I'll give you a pass. Prep. I mean, we've said it, but prep your food. You know, uh, cut cut the melon the night before. Cut the pineapple. Uh, you know, get those little boxes out and get your meals ready to go. So you're not forced to make a, a bad decision when you're on the road. Brilliant. The, one of the best things you can do is just think about your week in advance because you may have time to cook every meal. There have been seasons of my life as a business owner, as a dad with two kids where I have been able to go home and cook every meal. And that has been so much fun. Let me ask you this. Do you plan out the week of workouts for the gym? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. In fact, Betsy Jonas does that. It's <laughs> just super can, helpful for me. She plan out her nutrition. She absolutely plans out the week. And I'm so thankful for that. You know, I think a lot of times we, we've heard what we need to hear, it's just time to execute, right? And you don't, it doesn't have to be rocket science, it doesn't have to be impossible, you don't have to spend $250 a week on yourself uh, at the grocery store. You can spend a lot less than that, you know? In the beginning, it felt like a good idea to me to go buy a ton of vegetables. And then what I would see at the end of the week is I had a ton of vegetables rotting in the bottom of my fridge because I didn't really think about the meals I was gonna eat them in. Yes. So when you go to the grocery store, don't just buy a bunch of stuff, think through your meals. It'll take you 10 more minutes to write down, maybe you eat the same thing for breakfast every day. I do, I love it. I love eating the same thing for breakfast every day. Uh, I also eat a very similar lunch every day. So for breakfast, for me, a lot of mornings I eat bacon, I eat eggs, and I will eat cuties, or I'll even eat cheese grits. Cause I'm a big fan, but I count my calories and that's how I do my dieting. Based on my BMR, I just make sure I stay underneath it, but stay close to it. For lunch, today I went with my daughter to the grocery store and I bought a big peach and I bought a massive Greek salad. It had lettuce, onions, red cabbage, black olives. It had feta banana, cheese, banana chicken, banana peppers, and a light Greek dressing to go on top. And the whole thing was 550 calories and it was five servings of food that I ate in one sitting, and I do that a lot. I do that all the time. I love it, and it, you know what? It's less than five bucks. You wanna talk about saving money? Yeah. You could go to Chick-fil-A and you could spend $9 on a sandwich and, a, and some french fries and regret it, right? 
Or maybe not, maybe you don't regret it, right? I mean, so I, there's my next tip. No, what's yours? Go. Well, I was gonna, I posted on Instagram what my dinner was last night after spending the day in the fair, and it was exactly that. It was a rotisserie chicken, peeled, no skin, over a Greek salad. It's delicious. Not even cheese, either. Oh, it's really good. Oh my gosh. You guys never tried feta cheese and banana peppers and olives? Those are some of my favorite things now. My wife's not crazy about onions, so I don't eat them for dinner, but I'll eat them for lunch and then make sure I drink a cup of coffee and I'm good to go after lunch. What other tips do you have, Peter? I feel like we need to hit them with three more. Well, it's uh, holiday season's coming up, so yes. you're going to be a lot, of, that. a lot of buffets and uh, potlucks, you know. Maybe two, two plates, you know, two plates. Yes. Don't don't have don't go back for eighths and ninths. Just two plates. Yes, and don't start with pumpkin pie on your plate. Start don't with waste, meat. Don't waste it start, on chips. Yes, a meat and then a vegetable and then potentially uh, fruit or sweet potato and then if there's room left on your plate, put the things that you are craving on your plate and you're gonna and eat them in that order as well and you'll be glad you did. You'll fill up sooner. And take you, pictures of your food ooh, so you know what you ate, ooh. so you don't have to worry about marking it down at the time you Good do it. One. Know that this is serving a protein. Know that that thumbnail, that's a ta tablespoon. So you can have like little life hacks Brilliant. when you're out. You don't have yeah. to keep your app out and start trying to log in your food as you're eating it. So good. Uh, you're going out and you're going to get drinks with the guys or the gals. Everybody gets around, get around. Everybody gets a second round, get a second round, but maybe don't finish the second round. Right? And if you know you're not going to be able to stop, then maybe you need to consider not going out drinking with the guys. But if you can control it and be in moderation, then you can still have a social life. You can still enjoy, you know, don't bring your meal prep to the restaurant or the party. Don't bring your macros to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Eat what everybody else is eating. Don't be weird. I'm not going to condone the, the beverage cart for Halloween for the adults, but hey, you know, people have fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one for your kids, and this could be polarizing here, but maybe you take your kids out trick-or-treating. Let them have some fun. Let them fill up their bucket. At the end of the night, let them pick out three to five, maybe even six pieces of candy, and let them eat those pieces of candy, and let the rest of the candy disappear before morning comes and then record it on video and tell your kids you ate all their candy and then upload the video to Ellen and uh, maybe you make national television. It'd be a good thing. And get on the 12 days of Christmas giving from her show. I think we really just got started talking about nutrition. So we're gonna sign off for now, but I want you guys to know this is gonna be a continue, <laughs> just to open the This is gonna be a topic we continue to address because we know if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And so we're going to do our part to make sure it's always a part of the conversation. Next week, rest. Rest. Next week we're talking about rest. And I already can tell you your mind is going to be blown by statistics when it comes to rest. Peter probably needs a nap after being in that Thor meets the, uh, the woman from Hocus pinching. Pocus. <laughs> With his little stay-at-home stay mom utility hammer. I don't know. Does that mean to say? <laughs> It even had, oh no, I don't, anyways, we gotta get out of here. So, appreciate you guys. Bye bye. Happy yeah. Halloween. Episode six next week. Later. 35 minutes, not bad. I'm surprised my phone's able to continue to record. <laughs>